0: The following podcast may contain spoilers, profanity, and views or opinions that may not be representative of the author's intent of the articles discussed. We don't always take ourselves or the subject matter seriously either. Listener discretion is advised.
1: Please subscribe to this Galactic Network podcast by going to GNcast.com slash subscribe. Or search iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, or anywhere podcasts are offered.
2: So people keep seeing a mysterious RAF plane in the UK skies that doesn't exist. And when I say RAF, if you're not familiar, it's the Royal Air Force. And when I say UK, that means United Kingdom. (laughs) Just just in case somebody listening doesn't know what the UK stands for. Yeah,
0: yeah, fair enough. Fair enough.
2: So the Douglas Dakota plane has been sighted several times in the area and it has locals spooked. It's a model that used to be flown by the Royal Air Force more than 60 years ago, I guess during World War II. Yep. Uh, Adding to the mystery are reports that one of the planes crashed in the vicinity in the 1940s. According to Peak District Online, there has been at least 50 plane crashes in the area, which has been named the Dark Peak. Basically, UK's Bermuda Triangle. That's interesting. Have you heard? Did you know that the UK had a Bermuda
0: Triangle? No, I had no idea. Huh? Huh. Huh.
2: I'm gonna. I want to look. I want to look into this more. Like, what else? You know, what what other anomalies make it the Bermuda Triangle of the UK? I wonder
0: if uh, Daryl Johnston can give us some more insight as uh, as well on that. I
2: know, yeah. He does a podcast called Who Knew in Reviews and also Sci-Fi Survival Guide. Just a heads up on that. The most recent known sighting of the ghost plane came from Sandra Holland who says she saw a silent aircraft over a shopping village in the Peak District this month. And, uh, I, w- I picked this story just because I thought it was interesting. That I've, I've heard of ghost ships and phantom trains, but not like ghost planes. I thought that was very interesting. And we've actually talked about ghost or phantom subway trains before on Weird World Weekly. Yep. Yeah. Uh, she told the Derbyshire Times, I've never seen anything like it. It looked like it wasn't running quite right and was going to run into us. It was sideways, on, and then it vanished. It was very strange, a real shock to us. Another local has revealed her own sighting from a few years ago. Pam O'Ridge was driving with her son when she spotted it. She explained, Suddenly in front of us was an aircraft flying very low towards us, Uh, so low we thought it would crash into us, but then it banked sideways and disappeared. Oh, man, how eerie would that be to see a yeah, plane no kidding. You know, coming straight at you and then all of a sudden just disappeared?
0: <laughs> I hope you're wearing your brown trousers that day.
2: <laughs> I was about to say you might need to change something when you get home mm-hmm. or sooner. Uh, planes aren't the only phantom sighting that hark back to the Second World War. In 2015, two men claimed they saw the ghost of an RAF pilot, whose plane crashed in 1943. Uh, Rob Davies and Chris Felton were driving past Middleton Farm in Northumberland. I love that town name. Uh, When they spotted a hitchhiker who disappeared when they turned around to collect him. Collect him means pick him up. Uh, They later found out the man was standing at the spot where a pilot died in a plane crash during the Second World War. So interesting stuff. A lot of huh. en- there must be a lot of energy right there, you know, to, for all this stuff to happen.
0: Well, if you believe that something or a group of things can be tied to a place that's had a lot of intense emotion, I think, especially areas where there's been war. I mean we've we've heard of uh, phantom battles that can happen in even some places that have civil war battles. Mm-hmm. Um, have taken place, it kind of makes sense.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, just think of during a war, how many people have died during like World War II, right? Oh, God, yeah. And all those people, all those souls who passed away in that very small island, I mean, the chances of some kind of spirit reappearing have got to be pretty high.
0: I would say so.
2: I mean, not everybody turns into a ghost. So, I guess the more people that die, the higher percentage of the possibility of ghosts showing up.
0: Mm-hmm. It's playing the odds, as it were.
2: Yeah. So, what's, what's the next phantom vehicle should we look for? Okay, because we got ghost ships, ghost trains, ghost planes. What's next? You
0: know, I think that uh, while we were doing a little bit of research, I found some stuff with a ghost car. Ooh. So I think if we do continue this theme or come back to it, we should talk about the ghost car that actually caused people to die. Oh,
2: is that what they base Ghost Rider on?
0: No, well, this happened
2: after oh. uh, Ghost Rider had been created. Okay, so. Oh, but somebody died. A lot of people died. <laughs> oh, okay. I can't. It's, that's that's your little tease. So we'll we'll talk about that on an upcoming episode of Weird World Weekly. If you have any thoughts on the story that we just talked about, leave us feedback by emailing weird at gncasts.com. That's G-N-C-A-S-T-S dot com. Weird at gncasts.com. You can call our voicemail number. It's 805-328-3966. Tweet at us, Facebook at us, or just leave a comment on the website, gncasts.com slash weird.
1: Follow this Galactic Network podcast on Twitter, like our Facebook page, or subscribe to our YouTube channel. Find us by searching for Galactic Network on all the major social networks, or click on the icons at gncasts.com. Do you like scary movies?
3: Did you answer yes to that question? Have you ever thought, hmm... I'd really like to listen to two random strangers talk on the internet about some movies that I may or may not have watched at some point in my life. Sometimes they even bring guests on, which adds to a little bit of the banter. Sometimes we cover the news of the week. Sometimes we don't talk about the movie at all. Sometimes one of us gets a little bit drunk. It's just the way that we do things over at the Podcast of Terror, which is a production of Galactic Netcast, in case you weren't sure. If you're interested in this, please go ahead and head over to gncast.com pot. Subscribe
4: and enjoy the crap out of it.
3: Say, Corey, where were you on August sixteenth, nineteen forty-two?
4: I'm glad that you asked me because it makes me feel like I look way worse for my age than what I thought. Uh, I I don't think I was living in California at, at the very least. Well, I mean, I don't even I don't even know what year you, you were born. I couldn't make an old joke. <laughs> I'm sorry. It yeah, but seventy-one is quite a ways after forty-two.
3: Wait, wait, wait. Let me get a calculator out and do some math.
4: Uh, Let's skip that and let's talk about the story (laughs) that did happen on that day.
3: So uh, on said day, around 1130 a.m., a sagging Navy blimp descended from the sky and headed for Bellevue Avenue in San Francisco. The the whole reason that Corey brought the story, because Corey is a saint, is because of this little quote. It looked like a big broken wiener. If firemen recalled for the San Francisco Chronicle, in nineteen seventy nine. So obviously, this is Weird World Weekly. So it's we're not talking about this because it looked like a wiener, and I'm fourteen years old. Now we're talking about this because the blimp hit the ground, and they um, they realized there was no one on the blimp. The crew had vanished.
4: Bum, bum, yeah the bum. the blimp came crashing down into Daly City, California, and uh, while it's it's weird enough. It's it's just it's if a blimp comes crashing down in your neighborhood, you know, you're already having a bad day. Uh, But there was a lot of reports going on. And uh, uh, for some reason, a lot of people assumed that it was a submarine based off of an oil slick that had been found on the on, I guess, the water. And so there was a lot of activity going on because people were assuming that they were going to spot a submarine. Instead, a blimp comes crashing out of the sky. But blimp crash. Is, is like, hey, if you think that's the only thing that's going to happen today, guess what? We're going to go deeper. We're going to have even more of a mystery happen. And that is the blimp crashed and nobody's inside and they can't determine what happened to the crew. And, and an assumption of there must have been at least two people to fly the thing. Yep. The door was propped open, which would never be the case when you're when you're flying one of these things. Uh, ask the Hindenburg. And there is essentially what was then a black box, which is a briefcase that holds all the documents and stuff in relation to the blimp, that is supposed to be taken out of the blimp uh, if you have to leave it. It's supposed to not remain with it. It's 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 for the protection of the, the data. And that's just sitting right in there. It, so nobody gave a, a blast about that thing. So it's a lot of questions of, who was in this blimp in the first place, and where did they go? And and there's there's several theories uh one that they they fell out because the door was open because maybe it's like hey i i got i got access to a blimp you want to tour around the town yeah i do but i i'm i'm chewing some tobacco and i need a place to spit oh we'll just leave the door open it's fine uh don't roll down a window or anything do, uh do, uh the other is the. Uh, well i i think that they in some fashion
3: it, i'm sure they had windows but i don't think they had openable windows
4: Right, exactly. I, I don't know that that was the plan. It, it's like being on an airplane and just like, hey, can I roll this down for a minute and stick my head out the window like a puppy? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, Mr. Corgi. Uh, the other thing is that uh, one of the people was a spy, maybe, and it was a. It was 1942. It was around the time of the war. Uh, they were expecting that it was a submarine at first, so... There was a lot of things that we were kind of suspicious of. The other is that they were both spies and they got into a fight and pushed each other out of a blimp. But nobody knows.
3: Well, that's the problem. And
4: they've never found the bodies. They
3: never found the people. You know, there's other theories that uh, the Japanese submarine got them. And there are theories that that they were abducted abducted by UFOs. Which, yeah, I mean, I guess you could say And back, back in the 40s, it was a hell of a lot easier to just disappear. You know, maybe they yeah, were I, sick of uh they were sick of the crap. Sick of being told that to you.
4: Who was the famous criminal who disappeared? D B Oh, I can't think of his name now. Hold on, I gotta I'll Google this. was not it D B Cooper? D B Cooper. Is it that? Yeah, maybe this is how D B Cooper got away. He he, he already was had hijacked a Boeing seven twenty seven, so maybe his next thing was like, Well that moves too fast for me. What I want is a blimp. Oddly enough, I know the name D B Cooper from listening to rap music. Uh, I I know the name because of Prison Break. Because you went to grade school <laughs> with them. Yeah, that's right. Thank you. Sorry, Thank you again. Sorry. Um, I'm not Dave. Uh, so uh, the there was uh, a gentleman, Doug McGavin, who I I believe wrote a lot about this in in when it, the occurrence happened, and also published five books on the topic of historic true crime. Uh, so he was—he was kind of like the only semi-authority on this thing, but it stands to this date. It's an unsolved mystery. Do you think it was on on unsolved mysteries? And that's a serious question. I—I <laughs> I don't know. I—I uh, I think it—it it might have been in a Goodyear commercial.
3: Wah, wah, yeah. Wah, wah.
4: <laughs> yeah. It was on unsolved mysteries.
3: There's awesome. actually seven unsolved mysteries in the Bay Area, but uh, that, that being number one. So, yeah. I mean, that, that's the Bay Area ghost blimp. Feel free to do your own investigation. Unfortunately, it just sounds like the most probable theory, which is boring and most frightening because UFOs are exotic, but slipping and falling is not. So, they're fairly certain that one guy slipped out. The other one maybe would try to help him or catch him <laughs> and also fell out. And uh, had they just stayed put, they eventually would have just stopped on a street. Man. I think the theory
2: is full of hot air. All right. I think we're done here. If you have any thoughts on the story that we just talked about, leave us feedback by emailing weird at GNcasts.com. That's G-N-C-A-S-T-S dot com. Weird at GNCasts.com. You can call our voicemail number. It's 805-328-3966. Tweet at us, Facebook at us, or just leave a comment on the website, gncasts.com slash weird.
1: If you like what you've heard on this Galactic Network podcast, please consider helping us out financially by going to gncastcom slash support. On that page, you'll find links to our Patreon campaign where you can make a small recurring monthly pledge of as little as $1. Or click on our Amazon affiliate link, make a purchase, and we get a very small percentage from the sale. Again, go to gncast.com slash support. And thank you for supporting the Galactic Network podcast.
2: Thank you for joining us for another edition of Weird World Weekly. If you'd like to read more about the stories we discussed, click on the links in our show notes, or get in touch with us to suggest a subject for a future episode. I'm Dave Nelson, and until next time, keep it weird, everybody.